What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Are you ready to start? I'm ready. Hi, it's Tom. It's the Tom Bernard Podcast with Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt-Bernard, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Sean Bernard, and Tony Lee. This is Jesse Ventura. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. I'm not. Ladies and gentlemen, Tommy Mischke and some other guy for RF Moeller Jewelers. And that's some other guy. I'm curious to know how you got hooked up with Mark Moeller because the way I started doing ads with him, he came up to me in a St. Paul Saints game about 20 years ago, handed me a cigar, said, what do you think about doing ads for my jewelry store? And I said, well, look at my hands. I didn't have any jewelry. I didn't have a watch. I didn't have a wedding ring. I said, I don't know if I'll be a good spokesman. He said, tell you what, you sell people, we'll sell the jewelry. You sell us as people. And when they come in the door, we'll sell the jewelry. I said, deal. My brother, as I head off to the restroom, says to him, I don't think it's a good idea. Tommy's not going to be able to do this very well. That's my brother. I'm trying to talk him out of it. Why, and why would your brother do that? Well, because he didn't think I'd do very well. And he was a friend of Mark's. And there was really no reason I should do well. But how did you hook up with him? Because of you, I think. I think he said, well, there's Tommy Mischke, Tommy Bernard. That'll work. Seriously, he's got you. He's got Barrero. He's got Ron Rosenbaum. He's got Kerry Noble. He's got me. Mm-hmm. Anybody left in town who's any good that he doesn't have? I don't think so. Cannon's dead. That's it. <laughs> You're right. It's a wrap. We're all using them. You people should, too. End of story. Mueller calling again. Hey, Mischke, at least Bernard has a watch. When are you planning on buying something? <laughs> <laughs> is that Mark Moeller calling in? Really? Yes, it is. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. What can one say? Ladies and gentlemen, bring me the news. Amy Hockert. In our D.C. Bureau. (laughs) We have a bureau. On the road again. All right, in the news, guys, one of the state's top DFL office holders is not running for re-election. Secretary of State Mark Ritchie says that he wants to make room for a new generation of elected leaders. So the 61-year-old Ritchie steps down after eight years in office, among other things, of course, that office handles state elections. Ritchie was a figurehead in two high-profile Minnesota election recounts. And while we wait to hear former lawmaker Tom Emmer's announcement tomorrow, we know one person who is not running for Michelle Bachman's congressional seat. Former State Senate Majority Leader Amy Koch says she is not mounting a campaign. Koch says, though, she endorses Emmer and encourages him to run for the office. And just who pays for more than $6 million worth of skyways around the new Viking Stadium development? Still very much up in the air. The Star Tribune reports taxpayers could be responsible for that cost, depending upon what the Metropolitan Sports Facilities Commission decides. The Stadium Oversight Panel 
says those skyways are absolutely crucial, but they are not included in money set aside by the legislature for stadium construction. And finally, a developing story today. I don't know if you guys heard about this. There was a shooting in the western suburb of Shoreview this morning. Two people died. Two others wounded is the last information that we have. Police say one of those killed was a woman who was actually moving out of the house. They also say a man who was in a relationship with the woman is also dead. The Star Tribune reporting that another man and woman related to the couple were taken to the hospital, and we don't know the extent of their injuries just yet. So here we go again, huh? Another one, another one of these stories. We've had so far, I think in 2013, I want to say we've had seven or eight uh, domestic violence-related deaths, if this is in fact one of those. We don't know yet, but we do know that everybody seemed to know each other, police saying, Hey, there's no worry for the, the community at large that they, you know, they know who, who did it and why. So, so pretty interesting stuff. I'm a proponent of domestic control. That's all. You know, I'm yeah, it's just. What does that mean? I, I don't know what it is this year. I mean, I know, I know that last year, so 2012. Most of the stats that I read and a lot of the information that was being reported in the media said that there were, I think, 18. 18 domestic violence-related deaths in the state of Minnesota, which actually, for 2012, that was the lowest number that we had seen in 20 years. But now, I mean, look, here we are in June, and we're, you know, we're on track to, to, to break that. So I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if there are just more closer together or, you know, these high-profile cases. I don't remember, you know, most of them getting this much attention I don't know if you guys remember. But. So they haven't said yet how many times the police have been out to this house? Or they, we don't no, have any of that they haven't. Yet. So, no, we know just from court records, or I'm sorry, just public record, you know, who lives in the house. Um, they don't share a last name, but but the authorities are telling us that they, that they are, you know, uh, are in a relationship. But, you know, we don't know any of the other details in this case in particular, but, man, it's, it's you know, there was the Pioneer Press reporting that it was a moving van out there all day today, and, uh, and the police confirming this woman was, on, you know, moving out of, moving out of this home. And um, so, you know, you just don't, you don't know. I mean, there is somebody, somebody was telling me today they, there's actually a term for it. I can't remember. I wrote it down somewhere here. But there's a point at which um, in these types of relationships where the woman – Typically, the woman is uh, about to leave, and it's actually such a critical point at, at which the domestic violence tends to happen um, that there's an actual name for it. And they, and this is, you know, this is the point when they, when the other person feels threatened that the the woman's going to be leaving. Um, that's when, you know. I don't really understand that. Happen. I don't understand that at all because basically, what you would have to think is, okay, so we were together. You don't want to be together any longer. I guess you're not who I thought you were, so we'll have to move on. I mean, what? Yeah. what is, oh, if I can't have you, no one can. What? Right. I mean, it makes no right. sense to me. Uh, it's yeah. just weird that there's so, such a, an uptick like you were talking about. What's that all about? Is it that's a good Maybe. idea? Financial I think I'll do that pressure. too. Financial pressure, that's I almost huge. guarantee it. Yeah. Well, you wonder, you know, if uh, if it's in the news and it's, it's out there and it gets so much attention and then it becomes at the front forefront of these guys' minds, I don't know. I don't know if that's part of it or, if, you know, I'm sure part of it has got to be some kind of a sickness, too, obviously, saying people don't think in these in these terms, like you said, Tom. So, you know, it's 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 an odd, it's an odd, uh, con, you know, convergence of, of factors here, and I just, 
it's hard to put your finger on it, but man, it's it's just it's really it's really hard to to report these kinds of things. I mean, domestic mm-hmm. violence is one of these things that, if you look at just look at the pictures of these women that we've been reporting on over the last even six months, you know, just look at their pictures. They look like, you know, the person that waited on you in the restaurant last night, or it could be your neighbor, or it could be anybody. It's not like right. it's skewing, you know, different demographics, or it, it's it's all over the board. So it's it's one of those things that. I want you to know, by the way, that. Uh, Amy Hockard is in Washington, D.C. right now. It's our second largest market in the United States after the St. Paul, Minneapolis market. Washington, What's up with D.C. That? I don't know. It's our, it, and it's by far bigger than any other market, uh, you know, other than Minneapolis, St. Paul, of course. What's the, uh, what's the, what's the, I don't know what you call it, viewership or listenership? Downloadership. It's 10% of our total audience. Yeah, it is. 10%? Mm-hmm. Of the entire global audience. It's weird. That's insane. I mean, obviously, you know, big. There's a lot of people here for for government jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. But that still doesn't really explain that that big of a number. No, it really doesn't. But I I, I do like our DC bureau line. It sounds great. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad because <laughs> you know I, I I just picked up bureau. a phone at Target today for about seven bucks. Ix day, don't <laughs> give away our secrets. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, no, she's no, we not only invest in the best equipment for for you guys. So. Nice try. So you said that Mark Ritchie's having dermabrasion? Is that what you were talking about? <laughs> I don't remember saying that. But. I remember very distinctly you said that can Mark we, Can Ritchie. we get the playback on that? Why would you say that, Amy? Yeah, no. way to go, Amy. Andy, can you pull that up? <laughs> You're like winding back. It. I remember. This is Amy Hockett with Bring Me the News. Mark Ritchie to leave <laughs> office to get dermabrasion. I'm pretty sure you guys have special editing equipment that can make me say pretty much anything. So That's true. I should probably Not from scared. Target. Not for Target. Okay. Ikea. It probably is. Yes, it's from Ikea. Yeah, and you spent like two hours assembling the darn thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do love the fact that they found $300 million. (laughs) Oh, you know, we have $300 million in the state we didn't know we have. And now they're trying to hit up the taxpayers for another $6.4 million to pay for Skyways, uh, a facility that's going to make millions and millions and millions of dollars for the Wilfs and the the Ryan Company. And and I'm sorry. Did did we just leave that out of the planning stages? Like, why is that coming up now? There's always stuff they add in later on with those things. It's ridiculous. Well, you know, the problem was is last week, Amy, when you said that Ziggy Wolf needed uh, tooth whitening. Right. Yeah, I remember that. I did say that. <laughs> and lipo. Oh, <laughs> great. I'm never lipo. getting anybody on this show for guests. Is it? <laughs> oh, Ziggy was high on the radar, was he? Have Maybe. you ever noticed that with Maybe. Ziggy? Well, Scott, he smiles. It's like, hey, man, get to the white strips. Let's go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, God. For a guy with his kind of dough? Hey, he's, Maybe he's, he's a on billion. a lot of uh, hmm. antibiotics. He's a crushed white strips. Exactly. <laughs> he needs something like that. So what other trouble are you going to cause for us this week, you know, in the next week? Uh, you know, we just would like to know that. Yeah, like I'm going to tell you. I got yeah. to keep guessing, right? Well, that's a good point. Yeah. So have you answered all of your fan mail yet? All of my, you mean the one I got? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Is Amy hot fan, fan mail? mail? Yeah, no. Have no, you? you know, I, I'm sure at one time, you know, in my life, I was, you know, probably considered a looker. But oh, Listen to you. you. I'm going to be honest with you. Listen to I, you. I had two kids. It's not looking, you know, you great look for me. magnificent. I'm what are you talking about? So did you tell your husband that all these guys think you're hot? No. Like, he doesn't care. What he doesn't, he doesn't care. care. What do you mean? He's of course not. he cares. Because he's, he's like, he just would laugh. He's he's so not like. He's yeah, secure. He's not threatened. Exactly. Yes. Is that what it is? Is he a looker? He is. Is he he's really? A looker. Like, who would he look like? If you could pick a Hollywood star. 
Who would he look like? Oh, my goodness. And don't say Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, my gosh, that's a good question. Um, Nothing at the top of Daniel the Daniel Craig. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. So he, wow. he looks kind of like a little monkey? Oh, yeah. oh we Daniel Craig looks like a little just, monkey. It's a, it's a bit of a stretch, but that's about the best I could do. Just kind of the sharp features and, you know, the, the oh. chiseled features. Yeah. Monkey. Well, he does, haven't you ever noticed that Daniel Craig looks like a little monkey? He's got a big head. His body isn't large enough that's for his it, head. Yep, yeah. That's what okay, it is. That was a really bad comparison. Let me, <laughs> let me backtrack on that then. Um, no, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I, I don't know. I'll have to send you a picture and you can tell me. By the way, I did. Uh, I, I think it was very honorable of you not to mention what Michael Douglas said about his throat cancer. I, uh, wasn't that really uh, awful? God, what a weird what thing. What a what weirdo. Why, why are you nervous? I don't Alex? know what he said, and I don't. Oh, you don't want to know. They don't want, want, want That's why I'm no. nervous. I don't want to hear it. Uh, he said he got throat cancer, not from smoking or drinking, even even though he smoked a lot and drank a ton. He said that's not what gave him throat cancer. I think I can guess what he said. <laughs> okay, so you guess? can I guess? Andy well, will you're guess. typing while you guess. So. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> hey, get your hands off the internet and guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I will never get my hands off the internet. Yeah, where Andy. I live, there's no real trivia with this generation. No, no. Just Google everything. There isn't, is there? No, there's no. N- they know everything in ten seconds. So it's not a guess; it's a lookup. Yeah, so it's not a guess at all. Who is this again? Michael Douglas, the actor. Oh, Alex is going to Google it now. Catherine Zeta-Jones. See what I mean? Jones. What's her name? Catherine, Catherine Zeta-Jones. She yeah. must be really happy about it. No, it's not her. No. And it's not his no. first wife it's either. still his, uh, her old husband is running around saying weird things. No, I wouldn't just, be happy. They're current. They're, they're well, still now the married. lawyers are, I mean, he's are denying that's what it <laughs> yeah. was. The lawyers are what? They're denying that that's what he meant. What's, they got it recorded. Yeah. 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 How do you mix that up? I don't know. That's I like that. clear. I like it. I never said it. Well, listen to this. Click. <laughs> That's you, isn't it? Sounds like you. So did you find find it, Alex? Yeah, and it's what I figured. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear Andy say it. Very scary. No. <laughs> no. You can wait. You. This is where the family podcast gets very creepy. For yeah, it gets no, a little weird. No, no, no. Look, let, let me put it this way. There's a lingus involved. There's air lingus. That's, That's true. It's <laughs> Irish. It's Irish. All the lingus you can drink on the way over there. That's a bad idea. And there, I've known several <laughs> cunning people in my life. Me so too. If you <laughs> can't figure it out from air lingus and cunning people, then you... Yeah, you're right. Talk Rick Kupchak yeah. bring me the news, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I didn't. I, I, I know everybody. it was very clever. Plus, you could have cut at 14 anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he could just hit the edit at 14. So what's, uh, what's on the agenda for the rest of the night now, Amy? For me personally? No, for your husband, <laughs> whom I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. Do you want me to? You want me to tell you? You know, I'm going to be at the office slaving away all night, or do you want to know? I'm going to, you know, probably go to a spray ground with my kids. I don't know. A what? Do you care? A spray a ground. What's a spray yeah. ground? It's a combination oh, yeah, water park and. Yeah, it's just a big slab of concrete where water kind of shoots up like oh. a little fountain in different places. Like in Disney World. It. It's, well, it's freezing so here. Tom, it's like you and I had with the fire hydrants in North Carolina. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what I, oh, when they opened the exactly. fire. Ah, childhood. <laughs> Amy, I, I, I do think that the line uh, from D.C. sounds fantastic. I don't see any problem with this whatsoever. Fantastic. I'm so glad can... to hear it. So I'll be joining you uh, again next week, right? Are you going to be there or here? I will probably be here Lazy. again. Yeah. <laughs> you run, but you're never coming back, are you? I'm not, ever. And by the way, let me just tell you something. Today, it's 59 degrees with about a 40-mile-an-hour wind. It's freezing outside. Good grief. The spray ground would freeze on? up. The spray ground's in big, big trouble. <laughs> yeah, really. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Hawk. This part, 
will be edited back in when he, when he edits out the cunning people comment. <laughs> Amy Hockard, bring me the news. We'll speak to you again next Tuesday. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thank, Thank you. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. I like Amy. Amy's very nice. She job. knows she's still good looking, by the way. She does. You women are all like that. You know, I used to be quite the catch. Fishing for compliments. When I was 14, I you really know, had it just, together. Uh, yes. Let me just <laughs> point out. Her husband sounds like he's a badass, actually. I think he is yes. a badass. Yeah. So I, I think he has yes. be kicking white folk ass. Yeah. What is wrong with you, that was it. Remember this? That, was, that was the audio we ran on KQ. The guy got in the back of the cop car and he said, have you ever been arrested, sir? And he said, yeah, I've been Christmas. arrested. What have you been arrested for? Oh. Yeah. Kicking white folk ass. That's oh, what he said. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Kristen Burt now joins us. Entertainment reporter extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. <laughs> How is everyone? Marvelous. How are you? Fantastic, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. So, uh, any great happenings other than Michael Douglas in Hollywood, or is he the whole story? Holy cow, was that like a little TMI or what? Yes. A lot up, shut up, shut up, is all I have to say. The best part was that his first wife, DeAndre Douglas, came out and said, I don't have HPV, it wasn't me. I know, it was great. It was one Papaloma. Hey, Papaloma, baby. So now for Cassidy Jones, everyone's going to assume it's her, but you got to remember, he went to rehab for being a sex addict, so there's been tons of women. Who knows? Ugh. Oh, God, I had a little thing with Terry at this point, too. You know, it can be so serious that some people have to be put on a feeding tube and a close up there. I said, no, that's actually gonorrhea. That's not papilloma. Yeah. It's totally <laughs> different. Totally different. So, so ixnay on the honoria gay. He caught himself on that. Yeah, you, can't, you can't throw a gay at the end, but it is on. No pig Latin with that. Pig Latin. Yeah. Yeah, you can't say gonorrhea yeah. and pig Latin. Trying to avoid it. Politically incorrect pig a, Latin. But do you think, now, now Justin from the KQ Morning Show speculated that the reason he's even talking about this is because he just did the, the behind the candelabra and he doesn't want people to think he's really gay, so he has to talk about what a man he is yeah. with a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> sure. I mean, he's doing a ton of press for it. But I, I, that's such an old school thought to me. But he is of a different generation. But yeah. if he's really thinking, like, oh, I'm thinking he's gay, I don't think he's gay. He went no. to sex rehab for sleeping with a million women. Right. No, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. If he was worried about that, too, he wouldn't have taken the role. Maybe it's a cover. Yeah, I just think now people are going, well, you you were awfully good at that. Maybe yeah. you've got some leanings. <laughs> leanings. <laughs> leanings. Tendencies. Well, it's like all oh, of- everyone's a little bit gay. Come on, it's 2013. <laughs> Listen <laughs> to you. Yeah, okay. I know yeah. Scott Thorson's not. Scott Thorson is no, Liberace's no, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, did somebody tell me he was dying or something? Oh. Who? Scott Thorson. He's got some very serious disease or something. I'm on it. I don't know. Yeah, we could, uh, we could look that up. You know, was he HIV positive after all of that, too, though? I believe he was. Oh, so was he? he? Could be still, yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. That would be pretty serious. Um, but I, I think, you know, he has been, and for many years, it's been under control because, the, I mean, the medication that's out there for HIV and AIDS is pretty incredible. Remember the Samuel L. Jackson line in... Uh, in uh, True Romance when he was asked if he's ever done that with a woman. And he said, brother, smoke enough sherm, he'll do anything. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's a great movie. (sighs) It's one of the great lines in history. (laughs) 
I enjoyed it. Anyway. That's a good one. I don't want to steer everything toward Michael Douglas because I'm sure you have many, many things to talk about. I know, but I mean, that was a big headline yesterday. And and every doctor that has anything to do with any sort of sexually transmitted disease came out of the woodwork to talk about it. So we heard a lot yesterday. I thought it was interesting that doctors do do not even test for for uh, uh, human papilloma. HPV is you know, human papillomavirus. They don't. They, if you have a throat problem, they don't even test for that yet. Which they I do find, not. But it brings weird. up the debate again with a lot of parents debating whether to vaccinate their young daughters. And you know what? That might have just sealed the deal. <laughs> right yeah. there with Michael Douglas. Yeah, I could see that it would seal a deal. <laughs> I would have to agree with you on that. I, I it just. Uh, Again, Hollywood is – how do you live there? <laughs> I am relatively sane, um, so well, I just laugh at all the insanity around me. Relatively. Relatively. I did not say I'm 100% <laughs> sane, but I said I am relatively sane. I, I admit my insanity just for even being here and covering the crazy stories that I do. Yeah, I've never asked you, where did you actually – where did you grow up all over the place? Boston. Oh, you, that's right. We had talked about the fact that you, yeah. you, you grew up in Boston because of the uh, the Boston uh, bombings. Absolutely. And then I spent my summers up in Canavan, Port Maine. So there's its oh. own insanity. High tone. <laughs> little high tone family. Um, <laughs> why don't you have an accent? Um, my parents were really smart and said, you need to pronounce your R's. It is better for business. <laughs> well, that's a good point. It is. My brother nor I have accents. My parents do, but... Uh, we do not. That'd be fabulous. We now go to Kristen Burt from Hollywood. There's uh, big news from Hollywood today. <laughs> <laughs> it's wicked smart here. <laughs> it's uh, wicked smart here. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Douglas has the HPV. <laughs> that sounded more like Joe Pesci. <laughs> hey, it works for yeah, me. I don't, know, I don't know what. That was sort of a Kennedy accent thrown in there, too. <laughs> I like the Kennedy accent. Mine always sound, my Kennedy always sounds like Mayor Quimby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, Mayor Quimby's supposed to be Ted Kennedy. Um... Kennebunkport is where is where the Bushes went, right? Because it was Hyannisport where the Kennedys went. Correct. Kennedys went to Hyannisport. Um, Walker Point is where the Bushes have their compound. And it was interesting because, it, I, I mean, I was, I'm old enough where Bush Sr. was in office and uh, vice president and then president. And it, it just changes the, the landscape quite a bit when all of a sudden you have Coast Guard and helicopters and your street becomes one way because oh, the president yeah. of the town. Yeah, I suppose that is quite the the pain, isn't it? It is. You know, it's very just you know disruptive when you're like, this is a quiet little beach town normally. <laughs> so, what did you, what did your mother and father do for for a living when you were a kid? Um, my mom was a stay at home mom, and um, my dad originally he um, works. He created American, um, gosh, Endeavor Medical Company, which was bought up by Medtronic, which is out there in oh, Minneapolis. He yes. created. Um, an electrode for an EKG machine that he patented and then sold. So when you told me you get into entertainment reporting, you said, this is a goddamn disaster. <laughs> <laughs> was he exactly. upset? Disaster. I grew up in a Republican household, which is kind of interesting, too. Um, this must be like talk about KB Day. But uh, I like it. So I was in Massachusetts growing up in a Republican household. So it's, it's, it was kind of an interesting oh, childhood. Oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You weren't firebombed? <laughs> no, we were not. My dad was definitely a Reagan Republican. He's still a Republican, but um, he was definitely a big fan of Ronald Reagan at the time. Yeah, I, I, I suppose growing up in the, in the entire state of Massachusetts uh, in a Republican household is very unusual, isn't it? 
It really is. You know, we had Dukakis because he ran. Right. <laughs> you remember right. who did the voiceover for his presidential campaign? <laughs> and that went over well. Yeah. Remember who did the voiceover? <laughs> I don't know. Me. You did? You go back and listen to his presidential oh. campaign. That's me on all his campaigns. I was a Democrat back then. Then I became a Republican, and now I'm a nothing. And I mean that literally, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> I, I'm, that sound bite. I'm yeah. totally with you. I'm um, totally nothing. Well, yeah, Kenny Dukakis, I think, killed some of that campaign as well. So. Yes. Well, there is that. And Olympia didn't help either. No. None of them did. None of them did. <laughs> Once he put on that helmet, that was the end of the oh, show. Oh, in the right? tank, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't oh, I know. That was a kind of a disastrous presidential campaign. All right, sister, now the break's over. Let's talk about Hollywood. Let's do it. Yeah, enough um, about you. A couple follow-up stories. You know, we talked a lot about After Earth last week. Yes. Well, that was the worst opening in 20 years for Will Smith. Oh, really? Yes. And, you know, a lot of people are attributing it to M. Night Shyamalan, which we talked a little bit about that the studio... Oh. Didn't even advertise that M. Night Shyamalan did the movie. No. Because his movies have been total stinkers lately. But uh, some people don't like the Hollywood nepotism with his son Jaden in the yeah. film. But right. there's also some Scientology messages in the movie. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's not good. Not good at all. And in fact, the Hollywood Reporter had a whole, had a former Scientologist like break down the entire plot. And, like, pointed out exactly where all those Scientology messages fall. Oh, really? They had somebody break it down? Yep. <laughs> Do they have any, like, gay pictures of John Travolta in the movie? <laughs> they... Not to this one. Maybe Battlefield Earth. <laughs> they were supposed, remember, they threatened, that they were supposed to have threatened John Travolta, saying, we're going to reveal the fact that you're gay if you don't kick into the, the church or something. Remember that? Yeah, it's been a, that's been a long-standing rumor, and yeah. I mean, I, I've heard so many stories. It's it's hard not to believe at this point. Um, but you know, he's just allegedly gay. That's what we have to say. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> um, but it's one at this point. I don't think anyone really cares if he is gay. I think, no. but now it's hard because he's created a family and a wife and this created, whole illusion that created. Yes, that's people. really nice, Kristen. He created a <laughs> wife and a family. Really nice. It's really weird. Oh, you know what I mean, the whole publicity thing. He created a Rock Hudson story. There is a, yeah. There's a bit of audio, and supposedly John Travolta, and I, it's just somebody doing a John Travolta impression, but it's really, really good. And he's talking to Tom Cruise, but they play it on on the KQ show all the time because he, he goes, Tom, come on, you got to come out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> Referring to me, apparently. What's up? Did you ever see that great South Park in. episode? Is that where it's from? Yeah. Oh, it is. So it's from in the closet. Tom Cruise is in yeah, the closet. You got to come out of the closet. Something like yes. that. You got to see it on YouTube. It's really great. I will definitely watch that. I'll watch that. And people who annoy you on Wheel of Fortune. That was another great uh, South Park moment. But Oh, you know, fantastic. It was unbelievable. <laughs> We're joined now by television personality extraordinaire Chris Eggert from the number five. Kristen? Chris, extraordinaire. Chris, Kristen. Yeah, I don't extraordinary. know. Extraordinary. Extraordinary, man. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> Well, I have to say that because otherwise, you He's know. He's a new guy in Paul town. Paul you get all pissed off at me if I don't say that. You're absolutely right. <laughs> he said to say hi, too, by Did the he? way. Yeah. I love Paul. Oh, God, i got to admit that in public. But I do. I love Paul Gold. He's, He's a, a good man. He's a great guy. So, Kristen, talk to Chris about how – she's talking about Hollywood. Kristen Bird is our Hollywood reporter. She's out there in, in Los Angeles. She's She admitted just on a, a couple of minutes ago that she's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. What other revealing things can I can I bring to the table? Um, 
Here's, an, here's another interesting one. Here's a follow-up to Amanda Bynes' story. She did get a job offer yesterday. Oh, dun, my God. Dun. Oh, is that she after she got home. evicted for throwing the bomb <laughs> out already, the window? She's already evicted. That happened after the eviction. She got evicted. Um, she got a <laughs> job offer from Playboy Radio. Playboy Radio? What is that? Is that on or XM They describe or boobs, I guess. That's not they're, on, they're online, and they are oh, actually online. asking her to co-host for one day. Ah, <laughs> oh, wow, that's a big one job. One day. One day. Yeah. One, day. one yeah. afternoon drive show. That's it. See, I was going to go with a reference there, but you guys would... Tony would probably know who it is. I was going to say she got a job as, as a stunt double for Rondo Hatton. You know who Rondo Hatton is? No, I don't. No. Remember the remember the Creeper? It was like 1930s movies. He was like the first guy. Oh, Creeper. The Creeper. He's Rondo Hatton. Alex, look up Rondo <laughs> Hatton. Oh, yeah, I've seen him before. You've seen Rondo. Oh, Andy's got Rondo Hatton up already. He's a very large man. Uh, very large. Not handsome. Let me just put it that way. Amanda Bynes is not looking too good these days. What's the problem? What's the problem with her? Well, I mean... It, what kind of, but I mean, what kind of drugs is she doing? Mm-hmm. No one really her. knows because she was kind. She's pretty normal for a very long amount of time. She Just, never yeah, really, child actress. yeah, she never really was in the news or anything. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, she has like all this fake hair and seven nose jobs. Oh, are you talking about the selfie she did? Yeah, that all was a the bit. Time. No, she does it she all does the time. Oh, really? I mean, I think yeah. the issue is, oh. is a mental illness first, and maybe drugs second. And yeah. I think Bipolar, schizophrenia. There, there's something that's undiagnosed there that needs to be taken care of first. Are we talking about you now or Amanda Bynes? <laughs> I'm uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> what? Don't, don't you feel, though, like that some of these starlets kind of do this to just get themselves out there again, yeah. too? Like, yeah. they do something crazy, you're going to be, you know, all over the tabloids and yeah, blah, blah, blah. She hasn't been in anything in a while. Mm-hmm. Like she, she retired from acting, but yesterday she just said, I'm more famous than ever. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's very true. That is very true. What is it with all these young, you know, kid show actors now? Because apparently Bob Saget and what's her name, Topanga Canyon, or what's her name? Uh, Danielle Fischel. <laughs> Didn't she play Topanga? She played, yeah. 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 On Boy Meets World. What's her name? Fischel. Danielle Fischel. Danielle Fischel. Yeah. She she tried to say that uh, Bob Saget asked her father for cocaine. And Saget said, if you couldn't tell I was joking, there's something wrong with you. Well, Bob Saget is, I mean, his stand-up is oh, phenomenal yeah. and dirty. I can't listen to it because I'm like, the dad from Full House. Right. Like, that's what I think of him. And so when I hear his stand-up, I'm exactly. like, nope, can't, nope. That's how everybody feels. Yeah. Weird. Well, Kristen, you've taken enough of a beating for one day, I think. <laughs> well, I'm crazy, and I come from Massachusetts without an accent. There we you love go. you, though. We, You know we love you. I love you, too. All right, Thanks my for dear. having me on. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Actually, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya. Kristen Burt, entertainment reporter, ladies and gentlemen. She is so understanding. She's so gracious. She really is a she wonderful person. She knows how to take a beating, too. Because she was telling us that uh, about a month ago, she was telling, telling us she was interviewing James Franco before the <laughs> great and powerful or Oz the Great yeah, and yeah, Powerful. Yeah. Man, you really love that story, huh? I Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Turncoat. Lucky you're at the, the, uh, the other end of the table over there. And why don't you just look up pictures of Rondo Hatton? <laughs> <laughs> pill. <What? laughs> I haven't heard you call anybody a pill since the 70s. Oh, my God. Time. He always used to call everybody a oh, pill. Yeah. Definitely. You know, there's a pill. That's, why. That's true. Yeah. I just like to point you're out that he pill. has a pill. All right, well, I won't tell the story. Then. Well, so what happened? Well, no, you'll please, never, please, you'll never please tell us the story. I, I think James very, very overrated anyway, too. Oh, he is. I do, yeah. too. He's horribly overrated. What's he done? 
He got really mad at me one time because I interviewed him. Remember, God, 10, 15 years ago when he played uh, James Dean in a movie? In a, oh, yeah. In a biopic, as they say. Remember right. that? Yeah. And I said, what's it like to portray the worst actor in history other than you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> got my really God. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> why would you get mad? I don't know. Seems like he needs Sensor. to have thicker skin. James Dean was a terrible actor. Yeah, he was, he was right? a bore. He was very yeah, bore. It, it was awful. It was a bad Marlon Brando impression is yeah. what it was. He would brood. That's all. Why am I holding onto a dog bone that's got dog spit all over it? Have you ever seen that? So you pick <laughs> it up. <laughs> 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 that's how you there's some sort of lure there. <laughs> Chris, now, to, in, to introduce everyone. What? I've had my hand raised for like a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see it. I was just noticing the fine manicure. Nice nails. Yes, those are lovely. You see my wife's as well. Apparently, they got matching shirts. You guys get a two for one? No, yep. it's they a Groupon. 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 <laughs> Have you ever seen that picture of the guy on the internet that says my friends tell me I do a pretty good James Franco impression? Oh yes, it's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> he just squishes his face together. If you Google, awesome. <laughs> well, we can just James, put it up. We can yeah, put, put, it up, that up, put it up on Facebook. If you Google James Franco impression, it's like it all is, these. It's it so funny. It is tremendous. He <laughs> does look just like him. I know. It, it looks like him. So anyway, Chris, Catherine, yes. Oh, my hi. wife, our daughter Alex, <laughs> our son Andy, my nephew Sean. Nice to meet you guys. Nice, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming in. Uh, thank you. Oh, I saw Tony. Yes. I saw the uh, co-worker. Tony's in your head. I wondered where Tony was at. Where's he at? He's back I'm, in your station. Oh, that's I'm right. I'm still at okay. HQ, man. Okay. <laughs> He's You're at, at the mothership? Uh-huh. I know how Chris could make it in, but Tony couldn't. I parked illegally, though. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have coins for the, so I know I'm going to have a parking ticket when I get oh, out there. But Tony's part of bringing you to the meters. Yeah. Why don't we have a <laughs> phone guy again today? Yeah, where's our phone guy? Did they all quit and we don't they know about quit? it? No, our backup talked to the other guy and it, there was a little bit of a mix-up. But there were wires I think crossed. we can handle it today, can't we, Andy? How do you uh, screw it up with a backup? The guy all of the so calls that are coming in. Did you know that, Andy? What? The guy you talked to yesterday on the phone, you really pissed him off. He thought you were really rude. He said that you treated him like shit. <laughs> oh, all right then. That's just he Andy's pretty normal. Concerned. Warm and cuddly, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. So, so Rick's really I see a lot of concern down. in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, rude, I just want you to know that Andy was not being rude. He That's just, how he is. He just is a very laid back <laughs> his guy. His name is Ross. Rude. It's Ross Rude? <laughs> Rick oh, Rick Rude's a wrestler. Russ. 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 R-U-S-S. It is Russ Rude. So, David, don't worry. Thanks, Andy. Russ Rude. Anyway, apologies, but Andy did not mean to be rude. That's the way. Let me give you an example. Wait, his name is Rude? R-U-U-D. Rudd. Rudd. It might be Rudd. What a coincidence. Oh, God, Andy. Lord of Chris is an example of how Andy is. So, Andy, everybody's getting together. We're going to come out of the house. We're going to hang out. Uh, what do you think? No, nah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just how he is. One well, of my favorite stories is Louie Anderson saying, like, I'd call the house when Andy was younger, and Andy would answer the phone, and he'd answer it like he's never seen a phone before. That's how he answers it. He goes, hello? What, like, is, what this? is this thing? I'm like, it's so true. Now, Chris, where, right, where did you grow up? I grew up in Armour, South Dakota. You know where the world's only corn palace is? Yes. 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 About uh, 35 miles due south of there. Mitchell, South Dakota. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Mitchell was a big town. That was, uh, you're heavy. going out to get some uh, McDonald's or something fancy like that, you'd go to Mitchell for that. So, I remember uh, Pizza Hut. That oh, was yeah. huge for us. If you use that as a landmark, yes. yeah, that's a small town. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know the corn palace? Yeah, we're about two hours from there. <laughs> 
<laughs> my first on-air job was in Winter, South Dakota, yeah. and there was an Arby's in Mitchell. And we, seriously, we'd drive two hours to go to the Arby's. That's, go that's to the South Arby's. Dakota, yeah. That's the way South Dakota is. It's like it was such a huge deal to go to an Arby's. We, didn't we stop there on the way to Mount we Rushmore did. with the kids? That Absolutely was one of our o- well, I think yeah. it was our only road trip we ever took Arby's? with the kids. No, <laughs> the <laughs> Exactly right. I remember, <laughs> I remember making Tom <laughs> stop because he's like, I don't want to go in there. And I said, I want to see what this whole corn yeah. palace. And the whole thing is like the well, roof it's a is gym, made it's a gym lined with, with corn. corn on it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a gym with corn on it. It is. It wasn't always I don't a gym. Know. But, um, no. And I, we played basketball games. I mean, that's what that was where we played like our district and regional championship games were at the corn palace. Don't so you was, have like a rodent problem in there with all that corn all over? <laughs> we used to pull <laughs> them down off the walls. Uh, if you stood on the bleachers in the right place, you could kind of reach up and... So were you good at basketball? I, I good is a relative term. Because I was going to point out, there's like two black guys in the entire state of South Dakota. Well, uh, which is which is funny because the the team that I played for, which is uh, here on University, um, which is closed now, they turned it into a water park. What? Yeah, because uh, of your basketball skills, <laughs> maybe. Uh, but it was like it was kind of a weird thing because uh, the coaches were recruiting big time, like Michigan, and uh, oh, really? they go to some of these bigger states. And so you'd have these South Dakota teams, and there'd be like maybe only two or three white kids on the team. And oh, so they yeah. bring in all these out-of-state recruits, and a lot of these guys stayed in Huron. So, oh, okay. and so Huron probably, I mean, uh, as far as diversity goes, mm-hmm. is probably one of the more diverse cities really? in South Dakota just because of that. Yeah. And Huron is where in South Dakota? It's well, I'll use the Corn Palace again Corn as Palace. Uh, <laughs> about point of reference, about forty-five miles north of Mitchell. <laughs> okay, so you were an hour and a half, hour and fifteen minutes from home when you went to college. Yeah. Was that tough for your mom and dad? Yeah, it really went a long way. <laughs> he really broke free from my, the uh, My dad dad lived up in the cities, though, so that's actually why we moved back uh, last year. My dad took ill, and so we moved back here to took help Ill. take care of him. So he passed after we'd been here oh, about I'm a month. So. Oh, no, it's it's cool right, because uh, we wanted to be here anyway. And so, well, thanks you know. a lot for bringing that up. Let's just shut well, it down. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> so your father must not have been very old. No, he had a heart thing. And How old is he? Fifty-eight. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He had me when he was like, uh, I was a, I was a freshman year surprise for my mom and dad. Oh no, so. I was trying to say that he's nineteen, basically. Yeah, he was. He was very young. I'm talking about you. Are nineteen now? Uh, no, I'm. I'm going to be forty this year. You are? Uh-huh. God, you don't look forty. Yeah. I've been I didn't look around. forty when I was forty, but for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so, so the whole family's here now. Uh, my well, my wife and the two kids, and then uh, my dad has a daughter who lives in Ember Grove Heights, and so we have a lot. I mean, a lot of kids I went to school with live up here. I mean, when you grow up in South Dakota, yeah, there's only so many places you're going to come. So right. most people come up here, and so that's why. I suppose. So that's this true. is. Uh, I mean, you know, I didn't grow up here, but I spent a lot of time here. Uh, as a kid, I mean, vacations, we come up and watch Kirby and oh. Kent, yeah. and, you know, we come and watch baseball, yeah. and that's what we did. So, No, i got to tell you, I had lunch with uh, Paul Galke. Paul Galke, what's his actual title at Channel 5? Uh, promotions manager? Don't let Andy answer be that. Nice. Yeah, be nice. What do you say, want? hello, how are you? Andy speaking. No, 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 it's just that the people call in and bitch at Andy. <laughs> okay. He probably doesn't live, say, what the F you know do that? you want? No. <laughs> yeah, it's a live show. Oh, okay. The hell's your but, deal, guy? What? Hello? Hello. So you know this guy. Hello. Is this, is Tommy available? Is this Carl? Yeah, this is Carl Franklin. Carl, how are you? I'm fine. Carl? I got I got through to you on the interweb, huh? 
On the interweb. That's exactly right, Carl. Carl Franklin, ladies and gentlemen, is the world's <laughs> oldest stand-up comedian. Really? Me. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> so, Carl, it's wonderful to hear from you. Yeah, I didn't know anything about what's going on here. My grandson gave me the information, told, told me to call you to the computer. Yeah, call the computer. That's all you had to do. So, Carl, have you been working on any material? Uh, Carl was a big caller to the KQ Morning Show for many, many years. Yeah. Just magnificent. But now he's part of the Tom Bernard podcast. He's surprised to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> that sounds like a question mark. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Carl. Wait a minute now. Who the hell am I talking to? You're talking Who to else t- is here? Uh, my wife, Hello. our daughter, our son, my nephew, uh, uh, Tony Lee. You remember Tony Lee from the KQ Morning Show. Oh, sure. Oh, I don't think I've met any of your family, though. Pleasure no. to meet you. Nice, nice to, to meet, meet you. And Chris Eggert from Channel 5. He's uh, he's on the, uh, the show, a show with a lovely woman, very talented woman that we like a lot, so we allowed him to come in, too. Elizabeth Reese. No. Elizabeth Reese, yes. Oh. So we have a new kid in town. Well, that's wonderful. So, Carl. Nice to meet you, Carl. Yeah. You got a joke for us? Well, uh, not really. You guys into poems? Oh, I'd love to hear a poem. Haiku? Well, it was kind of. I was uh, I was in a contest. It came down to me and another fella. And we had to have, uh, we got a, a standoff with, uh, with the poems. And uh, we had a minute to do it. And we had to use the word Timbuktu. So uh, he went first and he said uh, something to the effect of... Uh, Across the sandy hills on camel caravans, we came into view the beautiful city of Timbuktu. And I thought that was pretty good, so I came second, and I said, uh, Me and Tim a-camping went. We came upon a maiden tent. They but three and we but two. I bucked one and Tim bucked two. Is that big at the home right now? Your home big at the home? No, no, that's not big at the home. Oh, it's not big. At- <laughs> no, right now, it's, right now it's room swapping. It's real, real big at the home. Ro- room swapping? Yeah, there's a couple of us guys that, that pretend we don't know where the hell we are and go moving around. <laughs> It's a lot of fun to get good food, taking other people's food. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> Carl, I've missed you horribly. This is wonderful. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in all this thing that you got going What's... because I've never heard of such a thing, mm-hmm. and I don't know what's different about it than if you were on the radio. Uh, it's got a lot more listeners. Oh, <laughs> is that true? Yeah, this is. It's doing very well actually because limited commercials. They don't. Uh, people are not big under the commercials. And uh, when you do a podcast, when you do a radio show on the internet, you don't run a lot of commercials. Oh, sure. I guess I could see the advantage of that, and and uh, having your family in it. Mm-hmm. Well, then you get to kill two birds with one stone. That's exactly right, Carl. So, yeah. are you at the same home you've always been at? I move around. You don't you move around. Do they kick you out? Is that the idea? No, no. Like I was saying, you know, I swap the rooms and switch it down and out and so He's forth. creeping on all these rooms. They're not letting <laughs> yeah. uh, hang out there anymore. Yeah, you know, I got in trouble, Tom. I told you that with the Freudian slip. No. Yeah, I mean, the guy was telling me about a Freudian slip. He said, uh, he said, 
Yeah, I had a Freudian slip at the counter get buying two tickets to Pittsburgh, and the woman had large breasts, so what came out was, I, I need two tickets to Pittsburgh. <laughs> and I told him, I said, I had a similar situation at home. I asked my wife to pass the post, toast the oats, and instead what came out was, you miserable bitch, you ruined my life. <laughs> What is happening? <laughs> what is happening? That was me. Carl, you got to call back more often, man. This yeah. is wonderful to talk to you. I can call. I'll tell you about you reading the paper, though, about, uh, no. about the gal from the home, Shady oh, Acres. I did not. You didn't hear about the shooting, huh? No. Oh. Well, apparently she wanted to commit suicide. She was real sad. She lost her husband, so she called the doctor and asked how she could kill herself the fastest. And he said uh, how he wanted to die fast. That's what it was. So she, she called, and he said, uh, uh, well, you got it in the heart. If you get the heart, you'll die fast. So she she attempted that, but she gunshot wound to her knee because uh, it was under the left breast is what they told her. <laughs> <laughs> so it's... She'll, she'll be expected to make a full recovery, of course. God, I'm glad to hear that, Carl. <laughs> Carl, when, when, if you're going to be calling in, we're going to come up with a jingle for you, a Carl Franklin jingle. <laughs> and Tony, you got to get on that. Oh. I'll get a banjo. Okay. <laughs> I've never had that before, but that'd be wonderful. I'll, I'll enjoy that. We're looking forward to the next time you call in, Carl. <laughs> you know one more thing. Oh, one more thing. Okay. No joke. I'm not trying to tell jokes all the time. No, I understand. But uh, did I, I, I went to the Tommy Mischke deal. Oh, you were did? you there? I was not there. Uh, Sean was there. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I was there. Sure. Yeah. Who's that now? Sean. Sean Bernard. <laughs> okay, Sean was there. Well, I thought I might see uh, all the cast of characters that were there, all the goofballs, but you probably separate yourself from them a little bit, huh? My family, yes, as much <laughs> as I can. <laughs> okay. Chief goofball. Huh? Tom's the chief goofball. <laughs> you bet she is. <laughs> Now, listen, I'd love to cook you dinner or something, have a cup of coffee with the whole family. It'd be wonderful to do. Might have to have you in studio, Carl. But maybe I'll wait to see and tell us. Let me hear what the jingle sounds like first now. (laughs) If I'm going to stick around. You got it, Carl. Okay. Great hearing from you, sir. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Carl has been calling into the KQ Morning Show for 27 years. You're kidding. He hasn't called in, though, in about 10 years. He just How old away. is he? Like 90? I, I mean, think he's at least 90. Oh, my goodness. And he actually lives in a home. He lives in a home, yes. Such he's a got... slick, smooth delivery, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought it was like somebody playing a joke. Yeah, I did, it too. It sounded like, like somebody this. going but, like, uh, hello. Sorry, she wanted to kill herself. <laughs> Oh my god! Okay, how does somebody in a nursing home find out about a podcast and call in? I don't even what. It's like people on Facebook that are like in their thirties are constantly like, "How do I download it? What do I do?" Town of Hayward, Iowa, population a thousand. The guy is is eighty seven years old, and he's got high speed internet, Facebook. He does all of it to stay in touch with his family. So I know. See, you never know. So people that are listening, if you're thirty, you should feel bad. (laughs) Can't figure out how to deal. Carl, I, I, I honestly thought can. Carl was going to launch into when he said he was creeping into the other rooms. Uh, when I was <laughs> when I was working down in Orlando, uh, in Central Florida, there's this great big giant retirement community called the Villages. Oh yeah, it's oh, like yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's like mega the retirement big community. Big and <laughs> there was a story that uh, was like national, just due to the, due to the nature of it, because um, uh, 
sexually transmitted diseases were just oh. all over the place, oh. and all oh, these oldsters right. were getting sick because I, nice. uh, I mean they're not worried about getting pregnant, yeah. so they were just having sex all over the place, and uh, yeah, it became a thing. Sex all over the place. Sex a Thomas got HPV. I don't know if I told you that or not. Do you have a dog? What is that? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, there's you a dog. Just what noticed? is that? Oh, is that? Is I was too enamored by the wow. nails. I didn't notice you had a dog. <laughs> Distracting, yeah, but, yeah, but shiny nails. What Bella. I was going to tell you before Carl called in. Thank you, Carl. I know you're listening. Thank you for calling yes. in. We love you. That was great. And please do call back often. Um, so I had lunch with Paul Galke last mm-hmm. week, and his title is Director of Looking Out the Window. or what is it? What's his <laughs> I think title? It's, uh, promotions Manager. Promotions Manager. What's Kate Bendel then? Uh, his... the. Assistant manager. Okay. Good right guess, hand Chris. gal. <laughs> really great. Yes, right hand gal. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm not trying to blow smoke here, but we were, we were having lunch. We had lunch at Biagio's right uh-huh. by the station. Yep. And I said, that was a really good move, adding you to that show. You think so? Uh, absolutely. I think it was a really good move. You don't think so? Well, I want to know why you think that. Because you have a lot of personality. Elizabeth has a big personality. Yeah. And so, chickens. And, I mean, other people filled in that did a great job. And all, I, I mean, uh, Ken Barlow would fill yeah, in yeah. all that. So Ken's got a lot of personality and everything. But, no, you have got a big personality, and it's going to take somebody like that to work with Elizabeth. Otherwise, they'd get buried. Well, no, I think there's some truth to that. Yeah. And, I mean, and she's it's her show. I mean, she, she's wonderful. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I, I'm still kind of – I mean, I'm glad I did it. But mm-hmm. I, I was doing the new. – I've done the news for 17 Forever. years yeah. now. I mean, and I kind of look in the rearview mirror, and I'm like, Geez, I, I I've been doing that a long time, so this was kind of a. Are you not going to do the news at all zone. anymore? No. Oh, I didn't know you weren't going to do it no, at all. It's, anymore. it's all Twin Cities Live. Really? So yeah. You Elizabeth were... Reese said that you uh, you wear brute, and you, you have a <laughs> too much. A, you too have much a fruit. flatulence problem, and you're a little gropey. Oh, so, I can't what? deny any of that. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Is that bad? You on that? I would be awesome at uh, Carl's uh, nursing home. Yes, <laughs> You'd be a I'd be right creeping in. into the rooms. Not Carl. I can't believe Carl called in. That was, that was amazing. so awesome. Oh, it was unbelievable. So so they came to you and said, we want you to do the show. Well, it was kind of weird because uh, I was we went to Africa in January and did a series of reports in Africa and brought those back. And about the time that I came back with them, they were you know looking for co-hosts to fill in. And they said, well, why don't you come on, talk mm-hmm. about Africa and then we'll just have you host a show that day. And so I did that, and I did a couple more times. And uh, then next thing I know, there people are talking to me about taking that job and not doing the news anymore. So, so you you still know. you're kind of going well. We'll see. Well, no, I mean I'm on I'm on board 100. percent Oh, good, it's just, good. It's kind of one of those. I mean, you know, when you do something for a significant amount of time, you can just kind of taking a big step. I mean, I'm talking about uh, fashion and and food and fun, and I've been talking about not very fashionable or foodie or funny things for quite some time now so right. it's definitely out of the comfort zone but I, I love it I think it's great did Stanley think you were kind of lean and gay is that why <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so I don't think although uh, you know I, I, I have to wear a lot of uh, you know brute. pretty metrosexual things now on the show and brute <laughs> but no I don't, well. I don't think so I think uh, that was not a problem you know I gotta tell you something uh, and I, what you told me about this Elizabeth did a really nice thing for Alex. She did. Yes. Would you like to tell them about it, Alex? <laughs> like, what? Alex dozing Who? off over I'm there. Sure. She's posting I'm, photos. I'm posting photos on Facebook of our pal Chris. Thank you. So everyone will like them. Oh, well, that's And I good. tagged you. Sweet. Elizabeth did. Anyway, she got a 
email from someone that does a jewelry line locally that wanted interns, and Elizabeth told me about it. See, that was very nice. nice. I'm having it? a. I'm interviewing for it on Saturday, so we'll see. Don't curse. I'll try my best not to. Son of a bitch. That's I'm usually really nice <laughs> I usually Damn, swear that's a, nice a lot. Yeah. Oops. That, oh, shit is, <laughs> that shit is shiny. <laughs> 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 yeah, that wouldn't work really, really well. Oh my! I, so, doing a TV show has got yeah, it's got to be good for a news guy. It's got to be kind of weird. Well, it's just letting go and having fun. Yeah. I mean, nobody, there's not a lot of things you can have fun about during a, a no. typical newscast. And I've been most of the companies I've worked for have been really the kind of companies too that like rein in personality and nothing. I worked for a oh yeah a joint out in Seattle, and they would count. They would actually time our chit chat in between oh, like Jesus. when we went to toss to the weather guy right. and um i mean they had a time down to the second and we had a guy pull out this stack of research that was about this big and he he was going through the pages and he said you guys had three seconds of chit chat over a three-day period he goes so you're getting better because last oh, year it was 12 wow. seconds oh god <laughs> so you go from that kind of environment to yeah. hey just go on and talk about stuff and you know yeah was seattle a good town to live in it was yeah yeah it was so far away i mean a great food town um the winter's there i know everyone bitches about the weather out there but i mean really it's nice it's 60 degrees right three quarters of the year winter it snows twice Mm -hmm. and then all hell breaks loose because they don't have snow i mean they have like yeah you know effectively 20 snow plows to run you know i mean that's an exaggeration (laughs) Yeah, you have to put up with it a couple times a year big deal yeah is it still a uh, a great music town too yeah it is yeah but it's funny because most (laughs) no i mean it was 20 years ago tony you get a damn good (laughs) coffee too it ended suddenly (laughs) no but (laughs) no but you know what minneapolis now that's true it goes in waves it does go in waves well a lot of those guys are it's kind of a in fact, one of the – this is a weird story, but a guy who was um, at, at – uh, we pick up the kids for – at school, and there's this guy who was kind of quiet and he kind of sulked back. And he didn't really say much. And somebody's like, that guy was in uh, Green River or one of the Genesis bands that yeah. eventually became Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. So, like, all these guys are very intertwined in the community now, and there's there's people who are still around and they're still playing, but most of the people aren't. And so these guys are just regular dads and work regular jobs and – you know, well, back in the day, I was right. I was yeah, a thing. That, that's true. But <laughs> I was a thing. It is so bizarre when you find that out about your hero because you and I are about the same yeah. age. But I, I loved the band Replacements. Yeah, and I got a chance to meet Paul Westerberg, the lead singer, him. years ago. But then you find out, and just as you get older, you find out, oh, uh, Paul's teaching Sunday school. Right. <laughs> right. <I'm> like, <laughs> that's weird. What? He was like supposed to be. This I just read that isn't he writing some new music or something. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. But who's that guy that hated me, Tony? Which one? Which one going from? It is a long list. City. No, he was he was in some band that had one big hit, and he thought he was a really big deal. And Bob Mould or somebody? No, he was in what group was it? Run, Runaway Train. What was that? Oh, Soul Asylum. Soul Asylum? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the lead singer of Soul Asylum hated, but he Dave went on. Dave Perner hated you. Dave Perner, yeah, he went on stage and started ripping me. What? I don't know. If Their it was family's a... really nice, actually. Oh, they're the wonderful. Family. Oh, you know what the Perner family? Yeah, oh, good friends. Yeah. I just said that Winona Ryder is far too good for him, or something like that. I don't know. He was dating Winona Ryder for. Yeah. My kids go to school with the uh, nephew of Dave Perner, actually. Well, tell, and, tell Dave to kiss my aunt. And oh. grandson of Bob Dylan. <laughs> Very who's, odd. Who's a grandson of Bob Dylan? What, my, his kid, well, should I mention the kid's no. name? Probably no, not. Probably but it's a Zimmerman. 
Huh. He's a Zimmerman. Oh, he's a Zimmerman. So it's very odd. My kids go to school with Dave Berner's <laughs> nephew and Bob Dylan's grandson. Cool. They have no chance at making into music. <laughs> but that's what Seattle's like. I mean, every yeah. those connections are everywhere. And it's like uh, there was a band, uh, Pre- Presidents of the United States. Oh, yeah. They're kind of the <laughs> they anti-Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of those guys, they're, they're playing kids' music now. Oh, they no. have like a kids and because they're smart. I mean, it's like um, these guys, these guys who all were like gangster rappers and, and now they do oh, Disney God. movies. Yeah. You know, yeah, like Ice right. Cube's Usher, doing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. I mean, well, if you got to get paid. I guess they're, you know, they're working it out. I guess Usher wasn't a gangster rapper. He's just an R&B <laughs> no. singer. Yeah. But, you know, I was just trying to think of guys who did movies. It kind of worked out. Ice Cube, though. Have you ever talked to Ice Cube? Uh-uh. Phenomenal guy. Really? I love them. We tried guy. to actually get some of these guys on. They were in town recently, and they, they, for whatever reason, really? they didn't feel like uh, food, fashion, and fun fell in their uh, ice cube. Wouldn't do genre. It. That surprises. I was ice What's cube. That? We tried to get Snoop because Snoop was Snoop. out. He was out at oh, Canterbury well, playing. I'm sure Stanley Hubbard would love to have Snoop. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, come get... on, let's get him on. Let's have him cook something. Chris, could you get oh, yeah, Snoop some... Lion on the show? <laughs> some because... brownies is what he'd make. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember what Terry said to Ice Cube the first time he was ever on the KQ Morning Show? I'll just say, it. if you want to say edit this out, Chris, we can edit this part out. But this is true. Well, except for it's going out live first. Shh, Catherine. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Oh, that's right. Well, she said it anyway. But <laughs> so Ice Cube's on, and Ice Cube, of course, was from NWA. Yeah. And so he's answering this question: that you get into movies now, you're doing this. You're doing, I think it was, um, oh, what was that first big movie he was in? Ice Cube was in a really, really good Friday. movie. Friday, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Great movie. Great movie. So Terry says to him. <laughs> And I'm serious. It's on tape somewhere. She goes, Ice, do you think niggers with attitude will ever get back together? Oh, <laughs> no. He goes like this. He goes, oh, there you go. Excuse me. Well, but he was so great about it. He was yeah. like, just let it roll. Whatever. The guy's yeah. doing Coors Light commercials now. Which yeah. I think it's I hilarious. Yeah, I'm like, there's true. hardcore, man. Yeah. Of course, of course, like the silver bullet. The silver bullet. I love it. I, yeah, I mean, he's a great guy. So, so they they won't come and do the show. Well, we tried to approach some of them, and I won't say across the board, but eh, you know, it kind of depends. I, th- I think their publicists are, you know, they want to look out for what. Yeah, I suppose. You know, but I would think that'd be that'd be good exposure. I'd like to get, and that's something I'm talking to the producer of the show about, um, is to get, you know, celebrities to. Rather than kind of come in and talk about their projects, because we do cooking and everything all the right, time anyway, right. get these guys in and have have them make some food or whatever. It might be a little <laughs> more fun. Don't you think your ratings would soar if you used the food, fashion, and fun and had our entire yes, podcast on City's Live? That is yeah. one of the things that I've been talking about. <laughs> these four people right here. You don't cook, Tom? Tom won't no, cook. Just fashion alone. Either. The golf gear that Tom throws on every day. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah, he fashion. <laughs> Yes, like At least he's not wearing Zubas anymore. Golf. He did. He, he did roll the Zubas. For yeah, I had the Zubas. <laughs> oh, yeah. my you still have a couple. I don't have any. Oh, they're all gone. Catherine yeah. burned them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the pink and black zebra God. stripe ones. Yeah. How was that ever a good Every idea? Day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. several day. pair of those, too, but yeah, so comfortable. That. They were very, very comfortable. Yeah, that's Practical. because they're pajamas. Well, that's exactly right. <laughs> they're jammy pants. <laughs> You're not Jammies. supposed to wear them out in public. <laughs> I thought they were pretty sweet. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, there was a one, lot wrong with it. I had it. one pair, and people would just walk up to me and say, are you Irish? <laughs> that's, a, that's a long story. What are you talking about? Do you get that, Tom? Sorry. No, no, right, I never sorry. got that. Alex, what are you looking up? You totally get that. I'm <laughs> in the chat room. 
You're what? I just joined the chat room. Hey. What's going on? Is anybody you guys chatting? Have a chat room on here then? Too? Yeah. 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 Kidding me? AIM. Heard of it? Just kidding. <laughs> well, honestly, uh, the research I was doing before I came on, I watched the uh, podcast or the video clip that CJ did with you guys oh. doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I, I saw that, and that, that was kind of the way I got the inner workings of the podcast. And you did a thing with Leah a couple weeks ago, Leah McLean. Yeah, she was too. great. Yeah, it was she a nice was story. So. Yeah, she does a good job, too. Yep, she's good. She's another one. She, she walks in my neighborhood all the time because her mm-hmm. parents are like neighbors of ours. She, yeah, I really like Leah. I was talking. I was talking to Paul about Leah too. I think she's just, she's another one. She's got a great personality. Yep. And I, I just, I really wish that news organizations would let people. That was what you were talking about. Oh, you chatted for three seconds. Why don't they let the news people? And I think Channel Five does a pretty good job of that. Just let them show personality. No, I, I, it's wonderful. Well, I, I think for a long time it was like, don't waste my time, don't do that, and those were sort of the. You know, yeah. the key phrases that the consultants were kind of throwing around. But yeah. I, the way I see it now is, is a lot of people watch. I mean, look at The Daily Show. Look at Colbert. Yeah. Look at Absolutely. these things. I mean, they're watching these. They're getting their news from yep. these guys. But they want, I mean, they want what they've got to say. Right. And even the, the cable organizations, I mean, Fox is, uh, as far as national news goes, Fox's ratings are through the roof. They're they are, unstoppable, yeah. and they've got a lot of guys just talking, you know, O'Reilly and like this doing opinion. And I think more and more people don't go to news, particularly national news. I don't feel this way about local news, mm-hmm. but um, they're going to to have their opinions. They want to hear their opinions kind of bounced around. They're not. Right. They're not going for middle of the line right now. They kind of no, want to hear right. what they want to hear. Right. And that's beliefs, that's where yeah. I feel like the. The personality thing, it's huge. And I, I, think I would think local news, and I don't think anybody will ever do it because it, it would take a lot of cojones to pull it off. But to yeah. pull a newscast, a local newscast, a little bit like The Daily Show, and call BS when things are BS. And, you know, rather than taking XYZ officials' word at it, uh, you know, mm-hmm. call bull and, and, and say what people are thinking because, you know, everyone's thinking the same thing. No, I think it's absolutely right. Yeah, but I think you're absolutely correct about that. That won't happen, but, you know. You don't think it'll happen? <laughs> no. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, you know. Getting a good shave can be a real pain in the ass, and here are a few reasons why. You have to search through 50 different brands and models. It feels like you're paying for bullshit features while your razor doubles as a flashlight or a toothpick or whatever. And who wants to pay 20 bucks for a new razor? Dollar Shave Club invites you to join our society of smarter men. All you have to do is go to dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Tom to get high-quality razors delivered to your door for just a couple of bucks a month. They've made it simple. High-quality razors, 100% guaranteed, sent on schedule, so you never have to think about shaving or razors again. Every month you get a new pack, and every week you change your blade. I get a fresh blade every week, and it feels fantastic. Next time you find yourself looking for that dirty, rusty razor, remember, there is a better way. Go to dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Tom. Great razors delivered to your door. Save money and shave well. dollarshaveclub.com forward slash Tom. A portion of the profits of the Tom Bernard Podcast goes directly to the Smile Network. The Smile Network is a nonprofit organization that provides life-altering reconstructive surgeries and related health care services to impoverished children and young adults in developing countries. The Smile Network. Together we're constructing lives one bright smiling face at a time. For the first time in the history of the Tom Bernard Podcast, Catherine didn't jump around while I was reading a live commercial. She's writing something. Oh, you just love to blame people when you screw it up. I didn't screw it up. You nailed it. <laughs> totally <laughs> nailed it. Unbelievable. Do you know Hottie 007, H-O-D-Y 007? He wants to know if you want to get a beer at Cuzzy's in 20 minutes. Well, it's I a key? I have, to go, I have to drive out to Mound for uh, baseball. So, so no, no beer. Just, just no beer, guy. Just walk into the bar and go, Hottie? Where's Hottie? Where's Hottie? 
Hottie, so my wife would love it even if it's, uh, they say it's a guy and it's hottie sure. something. It's not hottie, it's hottie. Hottie. Oh, it's Hody. No. no, it's Hody. It's Chris Hody. Oh, you know Hody. Yeah. Oh, you know Hody. Hody Ho. You know Hody too. You know Hody. Oh, Chris Hodap, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Didn't ask me to have a beer with him though. Prick. Son of a. <laughs> I'm sure he'd accept you as a weak nah, substitute. A- oh. <laughs> See, see, that's real nice. Chris, you have to come back. I'd love to. I know that went too fast. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. I was People a little late, the... but I had to do the thing. Well, it starts the at show. three, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, you were actually, you got here really fast. It's just that, you know, we had the the surprise guest. Carl. Carl. He was awesome. He was... Much more entertaining than yeah. I ever would have been. No, that's <laughs> not true. But yes, please do come back because we want to schmooze with you a lot more. We'll do. I, seriously, I think it was a really a good idea. Thank you. You, you and Elizabeth are a, a good pairing. I appreciate that. I think that's very, very true. People on the chat room like you. And you're going to have a blast nice. with it, too. I mean, just to, you're going to love it. Wait a minute. Yeah. What are people I mean, on the chat room saying about Chris Iger? We like Chris. They like him in an <laughs> apron. I didn't think my mom knew how to get on that. <laughs> Chris, new very man nice. in town. Seems very nice. Well, so awesome. There you go. Was that Hody? Seems. We like Carl, Alex. Brandon Cotton. See, they like Carl. Carl, I know you're still listening. They love you. Come back. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Follow Tom on Twitter at Radio Tom Bernard and visit TomBernardPodcast.com. www.TomBernardPodcast.com. And thanks for stopping by.